everyone. This is Chico Haswell for Cats podcast with another new episode. And before we start this new episode, I do want to remind you that our podcast is available on chicocats.com slash podcast as well as on Apple Podcast. And for those who use Android, you can also download or listen it on Spotify. Now moving to our episode today, we do have our precious VTS technician Jan with us again. Hi Jan. Hi Sam. How are you feeling today? I'm doing great. How about you? Good. I know you worked out today and you work out a lot. You must be feeling pretty good about it, huh? Absolutely. Awesome. Uh, so why don't you share with us first what our just generally our topic is today? Well, our topic is all about basically dental health in your cat and kind of how those regular annual visits or biannual visits when you see the veterinarian are so important in being able to identify uh, any kind of dental problems that might occur. Yeah, so dental health or dental um, procedures are kind of what we want to talk about, but when your cat comes into the hospital for an exam, that's really actually the first place where all this starts, right? When, when So for those who don't know at all, cat comes in for an exam, how does the doctor determine or find out that there might be a necessity for a dental cleaning or procedure? So the first off is when the doctor enters the room, they're going to ask you as far as how your cat is doing at home. So that's a very important part to anything that you may think that might be as insignificant as you may think it would be, may be a clue that there might be something going on with your cat. Because as we talked about in a prior podcast, cats are masters at hiding signs of disease. Mm -hmm. So if let's say you're noticing that your cat's breath is smelling bad, or maybe he's not eating as much dry food as he previously had and he's more towards the soft food, all of those things can be kind of a red flag mm -hmm. that says maybe something in his mouth might be bothering him. Mm -hmm. Or maybe something that could be even more serious already could be like a sign of drooling, maybe? Absolutely. Right? Yes, definitely. Dental disease can be very painful. Mm -hmm. and, and it may your cat may not show signs or those really severe signs until that periodontal disease, which we'll talk about later, mm -hmm. would be at an advanced stage. But there are actually kind of symptoms that you might notice uh, uh, at, home. at home when it is in the very early stages, and that's when we want to catch it. Mm-hmm. At home, you, you might see some signs, and you, you bring your cat in, and the doctor just, what does the doctor do? Just look in the mouth so and So the see. doctor's going to give you, once, once the doctor asks you about the history, and she'll ask you about what kind of food you're feeding, they'll ask you about the habits in the litter box, they'll ask you about uh, just generally uh, their lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Are they, do they go indoor, outdoor? Do they have other cat mates at home? Mm -hmm. Uh, and, and from there she will start her regular physical exam and she'll examine every single part of your cat, including the mouth, including the mouth. In the mouth, she's going to take a look, and she's going to look at the gums. She's going to look at the mm -hmm. actual teeth. She's going to see, observe to see if there's any plaque or what we call tartar, which is mineralized plaque mm -hmm. on those teeth. 
Um, and then she will make recommendations. She'll also look for areas that may be painful or that have periodontal disease already that we've noted. Um, mm -hmm. And from there, she'll make recommendations on what would be best to do for your cat. Yeah, so to make it a little bit more simple and keep it in parts, let's say recommendation, and I believe there are some grades, grade one to grade four maybe, but let's say that, let's start with the most simple one. There are tartars and, and mineralized uh, situation there, but and she just is suggesting a preventative cleaning procedure. Can you tell us what that includes if that is what the cat is coming for next? Absolutely. If your kitty has been recommend, if, if the doctors recommended doing a professional dental cleaning mm -hmm. on your cat, it does require general anesthesia. So we are going to recommend that we do some pre-op lab work prior to the procedure mm -hmm. just to make sure that your kitty is healthy because we can do a very good physical exam, but we can't actually tell just how healthy the kidneys or the liver might be without doing a little bit of blood work. And, and for somebody who doesn't know anything about this at all, a dental professional cleaning without anesthesia is not an option at all, right? Right. It is okay. actually malpractice. Yes. You will see some grooming shops or pet shops maybe advertising for anesthesia-free teeth cleaning. Mm -hmm. It can do more harm than good. What they do is they do, uh, they scale the tartar or calculus, which is that mineralized hard substance, mineralized plaque on the tooth surface mm -hmm. with hand instruments, but they can't get up on, above the gum line. And when we talk about periodontal disease, you'll understand why that's important. So they might be able to make your cat's teeth look shiny, but they're actually not improving the health because they're not actually addressing where that periodontal disease starts. So it's more like a temporary just you know a fancy clean looking whereas underlining problems are still there basically. right it's all cosmetic yeah. and it can actually do your cat some harm mm -hmm. by if she they do have fragile teeth and diseased teeth they can actually cause those teeth to fracture off mm -hmm. uh, they can cause lacerations to the gums or the tongue because you can imagine that to have a cat sit still, mm -hmm. to have their teeth cleaned without any medication on board at all, cannot be a very uh, pleasant experience no, for the cat. No, I mean, not to mention the stress level the cat would have. You try to do one thing, but you're going to cause this cat massive right, right. stress and really bad memories for next veterinary visits in its right. future, too. And it, we are in the state of California here. And it is actually illegal because dental cleanings are considered a, a medical procedure. So even though you may have a grooming shop or a, or a pet shop offering this, those are actually illegal operations okay. and are not actually um, supposed to be going on because they can do harm. So for uh, anybody who's listening, make sure when your cat needs a dental professional dental cleaning, anybody who advertises no anesthesia or cheaper dental because of no anesthesia that is actually not legal also not uh, a good option for your cat at all correct correct perfect so okay so skipping that part for now you were going to tell us what all this professional dental cleaning includes yeah. when somebody signs up for it so we're going to do some lab work first and once those the lab work has been approved as being healthy for anesthesia then uh, we can proceed with the procedure. 
Uh, it is general anesthesia. Normally, your kitty will come in on an empty stomach, meaning that they won't have breakfast that morning. Mm-hmm. We'll be putting an IV catheter and fluids, running fluids in your kitty during that anesthetic procedure. Mm-hmm. We will then use preoperative medication and general anesthesia. And at that point, we'll be able to begin, begin the procedure. Mm-hmm. We'll be able to get a much better look at your kitty's mouth when he's asleep than we can when he's awake. So although the doctor probably has told you there's areas that they're concerned about in the mouth, that's the time when we get to look a little bit closer and we may find other um, other problems that we're not expecting. So your kitty is under anesthesia with an IV catheter and fluids. We are doing a complete oral assessment uh, and we're gonna chart any of the actual abnormal findings that we see. Uh, we will then proceed with cleaning the plaque and the calculus, which is that mineralized hard substance off the teeth. We're going to use actually hand instrumentation, just like you would have at your own dental hygienist. Mm-hmm. Uh, also some power uh, instrumentation that also is used quite a bit in human medicine. At that point, once we have actually cleaned all of the calculus off from the tooth surface but also up above the gum line as Mm -hmm. well then we're going to proceed with polishing the tooth surface so that we can actually make that surface be as slick and as shiny as we can it does look nice but it actually has the benefit in that it makes so that the plaque which uh forms very very quickly has a hard time sticking to the tooth surface if Mm. it's shiny Okay. And also, when we talk about home care later, it will also benefit that as well. So we're going to use that polisher, mm-hmm. and that's something that also uh, you may have done to your with your own teeth at some point in your life as well. That's good to know. Once we actually finish the cleaning and the polishing procedure, then we're going to do what's very important, is we're going to take full mouth dental x-rays of your kitty. And this is going to actually look at that tooth structure, of course, the crowns that we can see, but what's most important is we're going to look at the roots of those teeth, Mm -hmm. because that's where we can't actually visualize what's going on. Now, you may have also had dental x-rays in your life, and usually every couple of years you go to the dentist, Mm -hmm. they take dental x-rays. You can imagine, it's not very comfortable for people, so you can imagine that with kitties, they have to have general anesthesia to have oh, dental yeah. x-rays done yeah. because we cannot do those. And so yeah, they there have to be totally under general anesthesia to have proper dental mm. x-rays. So now we do include this x-ray on a cleaning preventative yes. as, as Chico Hospital Absolutely. Podcast, but does every or other hospitals do that as well? You know what? It is standard practice. However, if you are having, if your doctor is recommending a dental cleaning, I would definitely, that's one question to ask. Okay. Are you going to take dental x-rays? Because you would want that to happen. Mm-hmm. That would be, especially if there was any teeth that the doctor was worried about, mm-hmm. we need to x-ray those teeth first before we do any oral surgery. Yeah, so anybody coming in, no matter what kind of dental procedure is going to be done that day, it doesn't that day. It doesn't matter if it's just cleaning or if it's something major. But we will take X-rays under anesthesia. Yes, absolutely. That's pretty absolutely. cool. Absolutely. Then once we take those X-rays, then the doctor will take a look at them and evaluate the X-rays as, and then look at the actual tooth itself. 
that's when it's going to tell us which teeth need to have oral surgery. Mm -hmm. So with oral surgery, usually involves uh, extraction of teeth and and maybe some uh, treatment of the actual gum disease that might be present. Most likely, once those teeth are extracted, we'll also be putting sutures in the gums. Just like if you've ever had oral surgery, you'll have actually sutures or Mm -hmm. stitches put in your gum Mm -hmm. this the type of suture material we use in the mouth is totally absorbable so we don't have to actually go out there and remove the sutures they actually dissolve nice and that gum tissue heal once and that means there is no need for a second anesthesia round two because of that absolutely that's pretty good uh so because you mentioned those extractions uh, can you tell me about that grade system? Is this what is the grade system based on? Yeah, and before we go there, let's mm-hmm. talk about uh, pain control. Oh, okay. Because in oral surgery, just like when you and I go to the dentist, we're going to mm-hmm. have an extraction or a tooth taken out. Mm-hmm. They're going to use a Novocaine, usually nerve block. Yeah. So that and it makes your mouth all numb. We do the same thing for kitties, and we will do a nerve block in uh in their mouth in the area of wherever that tooth is being extracted do you use novocaine we don't use novocaine but we do use a product that is very similar cool and it actually is very it's long lasting Mm -hmm. so that the kitties can be comfortable in that post-op phase in recovery and also when you take them home Uh, we will also be using injectable pain medication that will keep your kitty pain free Mm -hmm. for at least the first 24 hours when you take them home and usually we will also have you follow up with some oral pain medication given at home once or twice a day for a few days after the procedure yeah and that's important for for the patient to go home and be able to uh, eat right away right because the pain is blocked and even though the mouth had some procedures they can still eat maybe on even first day when they go home right it doesn't Absolutely. stop them from eating most of our patients when they're in recovery after they w- woke up and it's about an hour after the procedure we mm-hmm. offer them actually some soft food mm-hmm. many of our patients eat immediately right after their procedure and so the pain meds must be playing a huge yes. role in this right absolutely cool. absolutely so uh your kitty would be in recovery we actually will give you a post-op call when they're in recovery uh, either or a text just so you know everything went okay mm-hmm. and then we set you up a time to pick them up our dental patients actually go home the same day of the procedure. Nice. So they need to stay with us for a few hours in recovery to make sure that they are alert and awake when they go home. But then normally that same day in the late afternoon, you'll be coming to pick them up. At that point, the doctor will come in, go over the findings. Mm-hmm. We'll also show you the dental x-rays, nice. show you the areas that we have of concern and then show you how to take care of your kitty at home for that week post-surgery. Mm. And we should mention probably, this is a good time, that when you give pain meds for, uh, when pain meds are on board and the cat goes home, even though the cat might not feel pain, they are going to act a little bit funky because of the pain 
uh, meds being on board and sometimes they might have bigger eyes and yeah right? it depends on what type of medications your doctor yeah. is recommending or is using for that dental procedure yeah. but some of the side effects we see with some of the especially opiates that we use yeah. is they can have dilated pupils yeah. they can act actually overly affectionate yeah or uh, under affectionate right and <laughs> what's also really important as far as those, those any surgery patient going home is to keep that kitty indoors mm -hmm. for the first 24 to 48 hours that you take them home because their reaction time, if they have drugs on board, mm -hmm. will not be normal and it wouldn't yeah. be safe for them to be out. After you take your, or when you come to pick up your cat mm -hmm. and we go over the findings and how to take care of them at home, we'll also actually, as part of the procedure, it comes with a one week follow-up appointment. And at that point, complimentary. It is complimentary. It's included in the procedure. You'll see the doctor. We'll go over and take a look at those extraction sites if there was oral surgery performed. Make sure the healing process is in a normal phase. Mm -hmm. But also, very important, we're going to talk about home care and what you can do at home to actually preserve your pet's dental health. And we do have a nice mini episode about that too, right? Yes. That you were talking about it. Yes. So now let's talk about actually periodontal disease, mm -hmm. and which is all about the reason why we recommend these professional dental cleanings. As we talked about in the prior podcast, 80% of cats over the age of three have some form of periodontal disease. And I guess we should back up and talk about, well, what is periodontal disease? Yes, perfect So question. if we break it down, perio means around, mm -hmm. dental pertaining to the tooth. So what it's called, it's basically talking about the tissues that support the teeth. So we talk about the gums because we all think, okay, gums are there, but it's also equally as important is the bone structure that are around those tooth roots. And it includes what we call alveolar bone and the periodontal ligament. Periodontal ligament is that cushioning actual ligament that is between the tooth root Mm -hmm. and that alveolar bone, and it helps that to stay in the socket. Okay. All of those things, when they are working correctly in a normal, healthy cat, prevent that tooth from falling out or and, and, and keeps that tooth healthy. It's when periodontal disease actually occurs that these things start to break down. There's four stages of periodontal disease. And the good news is, is if we actually diagnose your cat with stage one or stage two disease, everything is completely reversible. Everything we see, oh, really? we can reverse by doing that professional dental cleaning and follow-up home care. It can go back to stage zero? It can basically <laughs> go back to a normal, healthy mouth. If we diagnose things in stage three or stage four, unfortunately, we can stop the disease progression, mm -hmm. but we can never have that actual mouth go back to that normal, healthy state. But we can prevent it from getting any worse. Mm -hmm. Okay? Okay. And that adds a good quality of life still, even if it's stage three or four. Absolutely, because you're gonna those those stages three and four are painful. Mm -hmm. Eliminating the pain out of your cat's life is gonna definitely improve your quality of life, and preventing that actual periodontal disease from getting worse will also lengthen his life. Okay. So stage one is the early stage of periodontal disease. It's characteristic 
characterized by gingivitis, which is just reddening of the gums. Okay. You might notice a little thin red line right at the, the, the gingival or the gum margin. Um, it's basically, it's there because it's in response to bacteria in the mouth. Okay. And when bacteria colonize on the tooth surface and it's still really kind of soft, it's called plaque. Mm -hmm. That's when it's easily brushed off. Or there are certain things like we talked about in prior podcasts, plaque inhibitors. So things that you can do uh, that will help that plaque from not to form. Mm -hmm. Okay. When the plaque stays there for any length of time, it mineralizes and that's when it hardens and it sticks to that soothed surface. And the only way we can get it off is with professional dental cleaning. But the stage one, early stage, you can actually treat with just teeth brushing at home and plaque inhibitors. Mm -hmm. When we see stage two, which is also early periodontal disease or early periodontitis, just meaning inflammation of the mm -hmm. periodontal ligament and, and gums, um, this is when there is basically tartar on the teeth or calculus, and we can start to see a small amount of bone loss around that tooth. The only way that we know about that is by taking dental x-rays, okay? Uh, and because that visible plaque and tartar is on the teeth, it has to be professionally cleaned. Hmm. Now, the good news is, is this is a really, really minor bone loss, so less than 25% bone loss. We can basically, if we do a professional dental cleaning and you can do home care, basically you can make those gums go back to normal. So you've seen a lot of uh, stage twos that you were able to yes. follow up and they were able to do this? That's what we call a preventive dental cleaning. Mm -hmm. And that's when, when the doctor says, hey, uh, we recommend this dental cleaning. That's the time when they say, hey, this is stage two. Mm -hmm. That's the time to get it done because you can prevent anything, nice. any, any further periodontal disease. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And many times with regular home care, and then regular dent, of course, exams and, and teeth cleanings uh, at certain intervals, depending mm -hmm. on what the doctor recommends, you can prevent that periodontal disease from ever actually getting worse. Is there a typical age range for this type of uh, now, stage normally two? It can, it it can of... happen at any age. Okay. We've had kitties that are a year old that, that start forming tartar wow. and, and the doctor will recommend it. But typically, by the age of two or three... It starts. Yeah, it starts. And normally, we will see those recommendations from the doctor then. Okay. Yeah. Now, those stage one and stage two, that's when we want to find them. And that's when we want to do that cleaning initially. Mm -hmm. many, and sadly, many of our patients come in and we're seeing them in stage three and stage four. Yeah. So stage three, serious dental damage begins to occur. So now we're, we're seeing it's moderate in nature, you're having bone loss of up to 50%, and it's visible on those x-rays. Uh, that's when uh, those teeth, when we do those x-rays, a lot of times we're having to do extractions in that stage three. And that's something that's causing them pain and maybe not Absolutely. eat as comfortable as they used to. And the gums are going to be swollen and irritated. Mm -hmm. They may bleed easily. Mm -hmm. uh, there's certainly a loss of gum attachment to the tooth. And then we start to see what we call periodontal pockets. 
Oh yeah. And those are something that people have as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and 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 in people, we try to do everything we can to save the tooth, and in, in animals as well. But many times we're seeing them in such advanced stage that the only thing we can do for your cat is to extract the tooth. Yeah, and you have tools to find out how deep that pocket Absolutely. is. Absolutely. Yeah, we do our hand instrumentation mm-hmm. arts, and it's called an explorer probe that we use that will mm-hmm. tell us just how deep those pockets are. Nice. Um, certainly, you may be experiencing seeing bad breath with your cat uh, and certainly significant signs of pain in, mm-hmm. in stage three. Mm-hmm. Um because you start to have more infection in those gums and surrounding tissues. Um, and as we talked before, those damaged teeth are going to need to be extracted. Mm. Okay. And even if we say this, it's not a high-risk, scary uh, procedure to say the cat needs some extractions, correct? Right. Because we are going to be as safe as we can, just like we talked about, mm-hmm. doing doing our pre-op lab work, mm-hmm. using our safest general anesthesia that we can and also what we didn't talk about before is your pet is going to be monitored by mm-hmm. an ex- a trained uh technician or assistant throughout that whole procedure yeah so all kind of vitals yeah so yeah. we have somebody with your cat pre-op intra-op and also in recovery mm-hmm. making sure that your cat is safe yeah, so, full 100% And that's their dedicated, they are dedicated basically for continuous observation of your cat mm-hmm. while it's under anesthesia. Um, so yeah, that's, it's important that, that you know that uh, safety is our number one concern. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Now the, the, le- the most severe stage of periodontal disease is stage four. So it's pretty extreme. It's definitely chronic periodontal disease, so it is progressive, meaning that these guys that are stage one and stage two, if we don't take care of them, they progress to stage three, and then if the stage three guys don't get actually professional dental care, they go on to be stage four. Mm -hmm. It is basically where we are seeing bone loss of over 50%. We're seeing loose teeth. We're seeing definitely painful teeth. And these, these kitties are in severe pain. And their risk of losing multiple teeth as well as maybe all their teeth. Mm-hmm. Um, at this point, also important to know that systemic infection can occur, meaning that, that periodontal disease can start to affect other organs like the heart, the kidneys, the liver. How does it really affect the other organs well, is it, it is the, the inflammation uh, mixing into the body's system it's going to go basically that bacteria okay. goes systemic so it enters through the bloodstream mm-hmm. uh, so that bacteria from the mouth goes through the bloodstream and it spreads throughout the whole body oh okay good so this is really important for people yeah. who are listening um, you might think oh it's just dental I'm, I'm not going to go there and do this but your cat might not just have dental problems in the future. If you don't take care of it, it could literally affect the whole body. Absolutely. So early prevention is the key. Mm-hmm. Getting those teeth cleaned and evaluated when the doctor first makes the recommendation mm-hmm. is good. And certainly it is imperative as well if your doctor is telling you that your kitty is in stage 3 or stage 4. Mm-hmm. Uh, periodontal disease is stage four the the highest yes. stage in this case. Yes, it is. Okay. Um, just something out of curiosity: Does stomatitis, a full mouth extraction, usually that and uh, match with stage four? Absolutely. Oh, okay. 
Um, why do people? Why do cats sometimes need a full map extraction? Is that caused by genetic diseases that they need to do that? Well, with stomatitis, which is very, very painful oral uh -huh. disease, uh -huh. there's a lot of treatments that have been tried, and some of them are moderately successful, but most of the time, the only thing that will do to actually uh, make right. your cat be somewhat normal state mm -hmm. is to get those teeth taken out of there. Mm -hmm. It is a really painful disease, mm -hmm. and getting the teeth out of the mouth is about the only way that we can actually stop mm -hmm. or make that that animal have a more a, comfort more comfort and, and better quality of life yeah okay um cool so this is basically these are the stages one two three four and you kind of explained them really nicely in detail so once uh, the procedure is done and they went home they come back for one week checkup yes and it doesn't end there does it no it doesn't end there because There'll be recommendations uh, that we'll be making to, we'll give you some homework to do as mm -hmm. far as home care on your kitty. Now, it might mean that we follow up multiple times, and certainly not every home care suggestion is going to be able to be done on every kitty. Mm -hmm. So we may have to modify it so that it works with your kitty in your household, mm -hmm. and we want to know. So we try to keep in constant contact to make sure that whatever treatment protocol that the doctor's recommending is going to be kitty friendly for you yeah or you can make some adjustments to absolutely right? yeah. and then every six to twelve months if it's a young kitty we're probably seeing her every six to twelve months mm -hmm. to evaluate the mouth so every time the doctor is is seeing your pet she's looking at that mouth to make sure that that periodontal disease is either not getting worse or has gone back to normal if we've caught it in stage one and stage two. If this is an older pet, we might be seeing them four times a year. Yeah, just to make sure everything is going all right or mm -hmm. nothing is getting uh, back to where it used to be. Absolutely. All right. Anything else you would like to add? I'm, I'm not sure if you have more to tell us. Nope. Um, I think that um, the key here is that early, early intervention mm -hmm is the key to actually preventing periodontal disease in your kitty. Yeah, you might think you, you, you want to wait because it's not that serious yet and do it in the future, but that actually is going to cause you both financially and emotionally more stress and problems if you don't take care of it right away. Absolutely. Okay, cool. Uh, well, thank you so much for all these uh, very important information for the importance of uh, dental health care in kitties. And, um, and you are a VTS dent dental specialist for technicians, is that correct? Yes, yeah, I'm an, a registered veterinary technician, but I have a degree that's called a vet tech specialist mm -hmm. or VTS in dentistry. And you have amazing uh, experience and you've been recognized throughout the state with your success and teachings and all that stuff. So I'm going to ask you, what's your uh, most surprising or shocking case do you have one thing that you say yes this this I saw this in my dental procedures that I can't forget you know what's interesting is that uh, we have found kitties that maybe we weren't doing dental exams mm -hmm. on or dental dental uh, a dental procedure that day but we are anesthetizing for another procedure mm -hmm. And we find things that we're not expecting that the owner didn't even know was there. Wow. So that's where things like maybe uh, growths in the mouth. Yeah. So any kind of oral mass 
can be hard to see when an animal is awake. Mm-hmm. But sometimes when we have them asleep, we'll find things that we're not expecting. Several times we have had um, kitties that were from the feral cat population that we were doing uh, a, Mm -hmm. it's a trap neuter release program that we participate in and that we've gotten these kitties under anesthesia and we open their mouth and they have no teeth at all. (laughs) And sometimes that can be a genetic thing or it can be that they had such severe periodontal disease that those teeth fractured. Wow. Um, because they were so diseased. Yeah, that's pretty crazy if you mm-hmm. think about it. Well, thank you for sharing uh, everything with us today. I appreciate that. Um, and if you have nothing else to add, I do want to close with just reminding again that we are on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and our own website, chicocats.com slash podcast. Thank you, Sam, for having me. Thank you. It's always a pleasure to have you in our podcasts and I'm looking forward to have another one with you in the future and both you and everybody else have a wonderful day. Thank you and bye-bye.